are now recording. This is Out Now with Aaron and Abe. I am Aaron, and this is a special bonus episode of Out Now. This won't matter in the long run, but Abe is currently on vacation for the 4th of July holiday, which is why we're recording. And so with that, we won't be able to do our Spider-Man review on the day that we would have liked. So I figured, why not... uh, talk about the other big release of the week and kind of put that in in the interim so we have some content for you guys and so we're going to be talking about midsummer um the newest horror film from director ari aster and uh joining me today to talk midsummer we have from joe blow currently building his own personal wicker man it's jimmy o i i love this wicker man he's amazing he stands really high up it's really cool it's gonna oh my god i'm so excited to finish this mm-hmm. <laughs> now, hey, hey thanks for i you know it's funny i'm excited i i'm I'm so excited to talk about this goddamn movie. Well, good, because I, I think it's quite fascinating. I mean, there's a lot going on here, and it's certainly anticipated given Ari Aster's debut of Hereditary, and people are like, what's what's next for this mm-hmm. guy? Uh, but I, I do think there is... We'll, we'll, deter, we'll talk about you know how this compares as far as a follow-up film, but even more so, I just think there's a lot to go, going on within Midsummer that we can just really dive into. And yeah, that's really all mm-hmm. we're gonna do on this uh, on this bonus show. We're gonna talk about the movie. I think Jimmy and I were gonna give kind of some general thoughts on what we thought of it overall um, before we go like straight into spoilers and kind of so we can you know have a better discussion about the film you know in a more all encompassing way. So if that, yeah, there's nothing really else. <laughs> we're just gonna dive right into it. Let's um, let's play some of the trailer for Midsummer. Christian says you've got this special week planned. It's sort of a crazy festival. Special ceremonies and dressing up. That sounds fun. Unbelievable. Welcome and happy midsummer. School! What time is it? 9 p.m. That can't be right. The sky is blue. This is what 9 p.m. is like here. <laughs> How long have you two been together? Just over three and a half years. Four years. Really? Yeah. (laughs) What do you think? It's like another world. Tomorrow's a big day. Is it scary? All right, that should have been some of the trailer for Midsummer. It stars uh, Florence Pugh as Danny. Uh, She's in a relationship with Jack Rayner's Christian. They are having a bit of a rocky go of it. Uh, Christian is a bit weak as far as what he wants to do um, as far as staying committed to this relationship but because of a tragedy that happens with Danny he inadvertently invites her to join him and his friends on a trip to Sweden for a midsummer celebration Um, they've been invited by one of their friends Pele upon arriving they learn the various customs going on in this festival that only occurs occurs every 90 years and other things ensue (laughs) Uh, this is a full core yeah, film. Stuff yeah, stuff happens. It's a, it's a full core film. It is in the tradition of things like Wicker Man or uh, Picnic at Hanging Rock. Uh, I, I would even say I would even say The Witch in, is in there too. The Witch, I yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. certainly an A24 or an A24 horror film uh, as far as having a kind of a, a more art house take on the genre, but at the same time, it's very much attributed to like 70s type horror. Um, mm-hmm. With all that in mind. Uh, Jimmy, what, what were your like thoughts on on Midsummer? Well, you know, we 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 were talking a little bit before, and I I I will say right now before we go into more intense discussions, mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's a masterpiece. And here's the thing: when I where I was sitting during the screening, another critic, right as it ended, 
got up the second the credits rolled and got up. He said, this is crap. And just stormed out of the room. And I'm like, I love that. I, here's the thing. I, even if I hate a horror film because it takes some really wicked, weird chances, takes very bizarre turns. Sometimes I'll respect it. Even if I hate it, this one, I happen to respect, but also love. Uh, I had a really personal reaction to it, which we'll get into later, but I think it's beautifully shot. Mm -hmm. It's the the performances are, are, Ari gets performances, man. Florence Pugh is just, I I hope I said her name right. It, she is her. I would, I would say all the performances were were really, really good, but both her and Jack Rayner are so stupendous in this. It's one of those movies that, I felt as I was watching it, I felt like I kind of disappeared into, mm-hmm. and 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 it's. I went through weirdly so many emotions. It wasn't just fear. It wasn't just uh, ooh, uh, there's a scary thing going to happen. It was there were there his movies are just emotional roller coasters. I I agree, and I, like I recently rewatched Hereditary. <laughs> I hadn't watched Hereditary since I saw it the last last year um and i forgot how un i didn't didn't forget but i was reminded of how unnerving it really is throughout and something i like about midsummer uh which is similar to as an example something i like about jordan peele's kind of one two of get out and us is how they're he and ari aster they're both operating on what they excel at like i think this movie and Mm -hmm. hereditary they have a lot in common as far as their sensibilities from a directorial standpoint but they're very different movies like the, mm-hmm. the hereditary is a more outward horror film. It has a lot of like ratcheting up the tension. There's a lot of darkness. There's a lot of uh, explicit violence. I mean, that's all present. Midsummer is it has it's a lot different in that manner. The 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 horror aspect is more about the atmosphere as opposed to kind of outward gore and things that are coming at you or whatnot. There's no jump scares in this movie. Uh, there's there there's very there's very little viol- actual violence in this movie. There are there is some mm-hmm. graphic stuff when it occurs, but it's more about just a like you said an emotional roller coaster in a lot of ways. And I really appreciate about mm-hmm. this film. It's a visual wonder. I mean, this is a movie that's set almost entirely oh, in daylight yes. because it's set in Sweden in midsummer, which is when the sun just rarely go if it goes down for maybe a few hours based off where they mm-hmm. are in the world so you get a lot of daylight here which is something that's not very common in horror movies uh and and it but it looks never great. Been, like, it's a very rare mm-hmm. thing uh-huh and it, and there's so and it's because it's sweden there's so much you know gr- and like swedish countryside there's so much greenery and flowery visuals and whatnot it's really like you know, we have all these movies that come out on IMAX for a week, and I'm like, put this on IMAX. Like, this would look fantastic. Just this, the scale mm-hmm. of this thing, and how open and wide it is as far as the, the the brightness going on. And like you said, I agree. The performances are pretty fantastic. Uh, I mean, to- oh, Tony gosh, Collette. Yes. Tony Collette last year got so much credit for Hereditary, which is well deserved. I think Florence Pugh is just as good here, playing up of a lot of different kinds of emotions and emotional states for a movie where she starts out in this awkward position, then it gets really tragic. And then she's coping with that for the rest of the film. That's, that's a lot, mm-hmm. to, that's a lot to ask of an actress. And especially towards the end when people are zoned out for various reasons and like what it does with that. I just thought all, all of that's really good. And like you're saying, mm-hmm. it did hit me on a number of levels based off of who these characters are and what they're witnessing during this trip. 
and I I just I thought all that just worked really well to the film's advantage. Um, with all that said, if you if you plan to see Midsummer, um, just know Jimmy and I are big fans of it. Uh, yeah. And uh, from there, I, we're gonna go just straight into kind of some more more of a spoiler discussion, so we can kind of get into more details about the film. So if you plan to you know see the film and don't want to know too much about it this would be a good time to probably pause this podcast and come back later uh, but yeah that we're gonna get a little more in depth with it and a little and and yes spoilers will be there we'll try not to give away the whole freaking movie but absolutely i think it i think it's important to talk about but yes do not watch do not listen to the rest of this until you've seen the film unless you don't plan to at all and then you know do whatever but <laughs> so with all that said yeah this movie Okay, here's what I want to start with. Uh, the, I want I want to kind of talk about the kind of where people are when it comes to horror movies that are like long and ambitious like this because this movie is almost two and a half hours and mm-hmm. you know it it it's very deliberate in its pacing. This isn't a movie where if you like kind of put it in a certain light, it's not one where you you're you're having things happen all the time to kind of keep you like engaged on a visceral level it's not that kind of horror movie this is more lax in what it's doing it has people that and if anything there's a lot of comedy coming at you more than more than specifically drama there's a lot of dark Mm -hmm. humor in this and very dark humor but very very mm -hmm. funny very funny it is very (laughs) funny not necessarily surprisingly so because like when you have like Will Poulter's character introduced early on, it's like, all right, I see what you're doing here. Uh, but what, what, before we get all into the characters, what's interesting to me that it's more frustrating is even now in 2019, where there's a kind of a younger critical establishment, and it's not like this movie's gotten bad reviews, but it's I continue to be like weirded out by how people choose to review horror. Where you look at this, and you know, you get some things like this isn't scary. Where it's like, is that really like the the driving force behind this genre? Like, like do people walk into dramas and go, "Well, I didn't cry, so it probably was a bad movie." Like, is that how it's supposed to work at this point? Because I look at this, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, because horror is horror is a huge, huge field. I mean, you have movies, and it always fascinates me when people say, like, "Well, Jaws isn't horror," or but it, it, yes, it is. There's there's elements of horror. A movie can be more than just one thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Jaws is an action film. It's a it's an adventure, but it also, I mean, people are getting eaten by a shark, and it's brutal and it's it, it's scary. Mm-hmm. That's a horror film. This movie falls into that kind of this. It, it's it's a strange kind of atmospheric. It's more atmospheric than anything, and it's a very personal story. So I think there's some things that some, and this is what Ari does really well, is he takes real life tragedy real life darkness Mm -hmm. things that we deal with every day the older we get the you know i'm dealing with my mom my mom is sick right now and it's 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 hard it's really hard right now and i and you you've been through this you you lost yours Mm -hmm. it's it's one of those things he takes these elements of who we are as people he puts them in fantastical situations but it never feels exaggerated it never feels fake it never feels phony and that's you know and i had some a slight issue with hereditary the the ending i didn't love the ending yeah um i didn't i didn't feel like it was i felt like the the first half was much more stronger and much more horrifying seeing this family go through this hell living hell and i i to be honest i like midsummer better because 
there's a more thorough line here as to what Danny's journey is and, and what what you know what she goes through, and it it, it is. It's so it's so hard to describe because you're putting someone in a different culture that they've they've never experienced. And I think we do this quite often just as human beings. We go, well, how could someone do this? How could someone do that? You know, you see things on the news of terrible situations or cult like behavior or whatever. Mm -hmm. You kind of forget that these are different people. This is a different region. And it's 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 a hard line to find where do I stand on this? You know, do I, these people are evil because they do this or, or is it, well, this is their culture and why are, who are we to infringe our views, our beliefs on their culture? For one thing, I agree with you as far as I do think the film is this midsummer is more consistent overall. Like I don't think the movie, sure. it doesn't make any like drastic changes as to the type of movie it is. And I think that's a credit to Astor's, his choice to, Make it very clear that he understands the audience has seen these kind of movies before. Like, yes. It, he's not, like, making this movie thinking, well, you know, I saw The Wicker Man of the Devils way back in the day, and people are not going to believe what they see this time around. They're like, no, we've clearly seen folk horror movies of this kind, let alone movies that deal with breakups and family drama and other things of that nature many times yeah. over and he's just he's constructed a film that deals with his own issues he's talked a lot about how he wrote this movie during a breakup and that's a lot of what's informed yeah. the danny character and he's put that all into this movie which is it's not even trying to be like an homage to those movies it's just being like a take that he it's it's a it's a neat framework for this kind of film and within that he's putting you in a unique setting he's giving you these characters and watching and letting you watch them go on this journey um mm -hmm. with all that yes i mean it it, it it is it it is kind of consistent throughout. Like the the you're watching Danny go through this journey and the kind of emotional aspects of it, I think, are quite affecting. And especially yes. in in her relation to both what she's going through and seeing what this group of people are going through. And I could agree with you as far as the idea of other people stepping into a culture that they're not familiar with and reacting a sort of way. And mm -hmm. I think this movie gets a lot of mileage out of the kind of ugly American tropes as far as like Will Poulter's character, for example, who is constantly oh. commenting on things and playing <laughs> playing a character out of Eurotrip and bringing it into this movie, essentially. Oh, and he's so good at it, too. He is. He's so mm -hmm. really, really like, it, you know, people like this guy. Mm -hmm. you, he doesn't become a, a, a stereotype or a cliche. It feels genuine. He's All these even... characters feel genuine. He's not even a like none of them are bad. Like he's not even no. like the like the person closest to bad is probably Jack Rayner's character actually. And like he, just because he's, know, a, he, he's a terrible boyfriend. He <laughs> is, but he but here's the thing. It's like mm -hmm. there's this weird kind of it's the world is not black and white. Mm -hmm. No human being is perfect. No human being is the best thing ever. The best and Jack is this guy that just doesn't know how to stand up for himself and say, look, this isn't working. I feel this, I feel that. So instead of like, you know, uh, doing something about his situation, being strong, he is weak. And I, it's, it's fascinating because had it been your typical horror film, he would have been the guy that's like, Oh gosh, what a dick. He's, he's totally, you know, he's, he's a jerk. He's this, mm -hmm. he's that. But no, he's a, he's a human freaking being that doesn't know what how to deal with the stuff that he's that Danny is dealing with, 
and it's it's a fascinating character study on him. And it, yeah, I, I weirdly enough, I didn't. I was I, I he certainly annoyed me and he he angered me, but he's a human being, and I I I respect the film that dares to take a character that's not your nice the nice guy all the time. That's not the cool guy that. You know, I I forgot. Can I say, yeah, yeah, you, you, you know, what I'm yeah, yeah. He, he's he's a guy that he's the guy that fucks up. Guess what? Most people do, and not everyone is all. You know, it, it's such a fascinating portrayal, and and those two, those two together, make for a very real, very problematic, very complex relationship. It's easy to look at them. And, and really see the problems, but then you like you think of this in the guise of, well, this is supposed to be a horror movie, and so you're obviously, you're building, and again, we're in spoilers, you're building up Christian to be like, well, this guy's gonna die at some point. And that goes for all the yeah. characters. I mean, you're looking at this movie, it, it's funny how much it, like, because it doesn't make it doesn't let you forget that it's horror. Like the second they get to, even before they get to Sweden, there's no. so much. Like the only the, the most darkness in this film is at the beginning because it actually takes place at night and it's actually in the dark and you see some spooky images or at least implied images imagery of horrific things like what's going on with Danny's um it's her sister right her, uh, mm-hmm. yeah her sister's yeah suicide yeah, suicide sister. which does it inadvertently kill her parents or did she plan that? To, that you know that i feel like i don't know if they really specified that now i i feel like it was a i feel like it may have been a murder suicide i got it here's the thing Mm -hmm. with his movies i need to see this again Mm -hmm. there's so many little details that you uh, yeah i i i believe it was probably maybe inadvertently maybe because we so just kind of like to make it clear, like Danny has a sister and she has she's like bipolar and she kills herself using a car exhaust. And she you can see that she's like in the mm. garage. But also like the parents are in the same house and they die as well. And and but didn't mm. it show like like in the house, like uh, like there were towels and stuff. I, I can't the recall doors. if they specifically tried to show like if she made any attempt to just single it off to herself. But I mean, regardless, I mean, that, it's, I think it's a, I think they made it seem like it, it was a it was a murder suicide. OK, me. I mean, it, I, it's I, I it's awful regard. It's a tor- it's a terrible thing to happen. And mm-hmm. so yeah. and what, what I was saying is, yeah, the movie, like it gives you that to begin with. But then once they get to Sweden, there's this like they're in the rental car. And that is that really cool shot of them, like driving along and the camera, like flips all <gasps> oh, the way upside my God, down. Yes. And so it's like you're watching these people that are ostensibly trying to have a good time you have will poulter and william jackson harper from uh, the good place who's also very good in this movie there and um wilhelm blomgern as pelle oh who's great i loved him they're they're all like presumably like having it you know they're joking around they're doing their thing or whatnot but the cameras and the score like it just it's doing everything to let you know like yeah we're going into a place that's pretty messed up like some bad things are going to happen here so it's it's not as if the movie's like hiding this as far as like, by the way, it's a horror movie. Like it's not doing that, but it, <laughs> it has a way of like getting you to like, you know, be along for this ride and have some level of fun of like Will Poulter being a dick about things and William Jacqueline Harper being frustrated that everyone else is like not kind of into the, the culture as much as he's trying to be with Christian eventually like trying to ride off of his tales by writing his thesis about the same thing he's doing. Like there's a lot of that mm-hmm. stuff that like, it makes it a, it's a, like a, basically like a, a college comedy, <laughs> but then. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it, it works as, here's the thing that I, I've always, I like about horror uh, when it's done and it's rarely done. Horror rarely takes real issues. A real, like a, like a, like a, 
a, a, a terrible boyfriend who doesn't uh, can't connect or or whatever his issue is. I, I think I, one of the one of my favorite horror films is The Strangers, just because it opens with them being hating miserable. each other, yeah, being miserable, and that just you're like, okay, this is fucked already. With this film specifically, you have these characters that are just uh, God. It, and, you know, I actually have right now as we're doing this, I, I decided to put on Hereditary. I wanted to see the visual aspect of it while we're talking. Um, and, and it may bring up something about his work. Very rarely do filmmakers put that level of pain and anguish and heartbreak in their stories because they're like, hey, we got a guy going around with a mask and killing people. We don't need real anguish. But real anguish is fucking horrifying. Real anguish is terrifying. It's what real makes, anguish breaks your heart. It's what makes the best horror movies stand out for sure. Like you can like Agreed. Gi- giant example. Agreed. You can put like Ellen Burstyn and The Exorcist in there as far as like not understanding what's going on with her daughter and having this very clinical approach to taking her to doctors and just mm-hmm. not getting it before you finally get to, you know, Max von Sydow showing up and like, by the way, there's an ex- there's a demon. Like it's, there's, there's you know, it's really weird. That. I mm-hmm. just watched that. I just watched that film again. I just I just mm-hmm. put it on. And it's amazing to me because as a kid, that movie never terrified me, never really scared me. I always thought it was really well done, but never scared me mm-hmm. as a parent, as an adult. That movie gets under my skin because not not because of the demonic stuff. Simply because yeah, the scene where she comes to the, you know, comes downstairs and is like, you're all going to die. You're going to die tonight or whatever she says and pees herself. And Linda Blair does that. That's horror to me. That can be just as scary as a guy with a butcher's knife. These real anguish, real terror that we face every day. Because you so you ground you grounded in like things that can happen they're not just stock characters where that's i mean a lot of horror movies can't rely on that and it's up to the actors to kind of bring something out of it there's nothing wrong with that either but there are sure or you can you know go full monster movie or whatnot and make them you know allegories for other ideas or what have you but something like this or the exorcist like but yeah specifically this since we're talking about it it is it's presenting you very real people and it's putting them into an extraordinary circumstance as far as they're stuck in this Swedish cult <laughs> that they're <laughs> unaware is, you know, has something in store for them. But at the same time, the the bulk of the movie is built around the drama taking place between these people yeah. and what, along with the funniest sides that they have. Uh, we should let's let's talk about the comedy a little bit more as it kind of wraps okay. up because there's this movie is very funny like it's, it's uh, hilarious it's like a, there's this, some of the stuff's hilarious in this yes. yeah like the, like and not even like character based there's one moment where there's two other characters that are also like outsiders that are brought in where they're like we're not going to talk about the bear and one of the <laughs> like the i think Pelly's brother he's like oh yeah there's a bear and they just like the camera just kind of sides over and there's like a giant bear and a pen and it's just <laughs> like <laughs> It's like we don't know what that's for, but it's but it's also weirdly like it impl- it implicates how much this how strong this cult is where not even a giant bear is threatening. Like yeah, the, the yeah. cult is worse than this bear that they have locked in a cage. Like there mm-hmm. but there's stuff like there's a lot of lines, there's a lot of like obviously we we pointed out Will Poulter, but just like the interactions these characters have with the with the various member members of the what is this group called? I don't want to keep saying cult. Like yeah, the commune. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, there's a playfulness here. Mm-hmm. Like remember the scene, and this it's such a small moment, but the scene where they're si- sitting around the uh, whatever you know their uh, big table, well, 
the big ta- no no actually the scene the the, the dance scene where the, the the other girl oh yeah who okay. has her eyes were jack kind of gives him a kick in the butt and just mm-hmm. this kind of like little playful energy there's energy here that is just like weird because it doesn't feel like yes it doesn't it feels like a mesh of horror drama you know euro trip <laughs> it's so but but it, it wants also... to it wants to show you the festivities and it yes. makes them look for the most part appealing like yeah. people are just seem to be happy here they're having yeah. a good time they're sharing their they're kind of the the stuff that they do, whether it's how they make their food, how they make their drinks, how they make their textiles or what have you, which is how they self-sustain themselves since they live out in the wilderness. Like they show you these things that just make it f- feel like an inviting society, and mm-hmm. which I think is that is a clever thing that I think most folk horror type films do. They if you if you're going to if you're effectively going to present a cult to people, to audiences you want to make it clear why that cult is so, like, inviting before you get mm-hmm. to, like, the bad stuff. You want to be like, okay, I get it. Like, maybe I'm not joining the cult, but I can see where they're coming from. Yeah, it, it, I agree with you because there's, you know, watching the film, okay, this is going to get a little heavy spoilery. So, like, seriously, if you yeah. were, uh, one more warning, this is a strange movie. And I, I, I had the chance to interview uh, a few of the cast members and Ari, which was, an, an immense pleasure because I expected him to be a little weird. I expected Ari to be kind of like with, with these movies, you think this guy's going to be nuts. Not at all. One of the most charming, sweet, gentle human beings I've ever met director wise. Mm-hmm. I, I was so blown away with his just good nature and, and, and heartfelt. And there's a, as I was leaving, I said to him, I'm like, this is a happy ending. He looked at me. He's like, "Yeah," it, and it, it, without giving too much away, because I don't want to, even for like, yeah, I, I guess you know, <laughs> oh, there, there's this moment where it's like, it's also there's some, I don't know, power in this. It's it's a it's a weird it's a weird mix because at the end of this film, I didn't, I felt okay. I was from, like, mm-hmm. this is kind of cool. From this a shit. character, from a character standpoint. Danny becomes relieved by the time yes. the film ends. Like there's a there's a and there's a there's a letting one. There's, a, there's an acceptance and an embrace, and there's just kind of a like, all right, like I I have these personal demons, but I I found a way to contend with them. Yes, and it's it's we you, we were talking earlier too about this this these people and and how you know and you just saying how it's it's you see the festivities and you see this lifestyle mm-hmm. and honestly. For much of the movie, I'm like, maybe this isn't a bad place to live. Maybe this isn't a bad lifestyle to to lead. Maybe there are good things about it. Maybe there are. It's not all bad. And that's what's interesting about his work. It's things aren't black and white. They never are. They never will be. And I mean, there's this, in this movie, they are mostly white. But I, <laughs> oh well, yeah, that, well that's true. You know, they're dressed they heavily are. in white in this movie. They are <laughs> but, heavily in white, and they're very, 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 but, very but white. It, but in saying that, let's we should talk about where the first instance where things are like okay, this is getting intense. Yet I, we can understand it. We were talking about this before we started recording. But there is a the logic of these people is that <laughs> they have like four life cycles where like they're born, they mature, they become adults, and they become elderly. And by the time they get to their kind of elder stage, which I think, as they say, is 72 years, 72, they let their elders commit suicide um, by leaping off like a giant cliff. And (laughs) it's it is horrific. And they present it in graphic detail. 
and there's what like we see two people do this and one person mm -hmm. does it in a way where I'm I'm in the theater thinking well that's not going to kill him and it doesn't and they're like well they got to finish him off and I'm like oh that's how they do it <laughs> okay oh my god and they, dude they just in case people are going hoping for a little gore they do not shy away from this moment at mm -hmm. all in fact my fr I took my friend Sean and he's a he's a horror nut, man. He loves this stuff. He loves the gore. He was like, oh, he like I, I literally he turned to me. And he said, I cannot I'm not going to have that image get out of my head for weeks <laughs> because it just it's like you, you show it and you see it and you see it happen. You see the blood and you see the crushed skull. And then you suddenly, OK, cool, I'm done. No, no, let's see it again. No, let's see it again. I don't think you saw it enough. Let's see it again. Yeah, it, and it. it it, 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 lets, it lets you rest with the imagery and it's and it's oh my god i mean it, this is like a, a huge moment as far as yeah this is a horror movie i mean that's what it, that's what it ultimately is uh, yes with that with all that in mind though the basic premise of them and how they deal with their elderly this is where like a, a rush of a mo of like different kinds of reactions come to mind where and we're even watching that with the characters where some of them freak out as you probably would if you yeah. were seeing that for the first time and others like i believe danny like there's a shock on her face as well as um christians uh but there's also like a well like i get it and that's mm -hmm. it's it's weirdly where i was like I get it too. Now I don't yeah. agree. I, it's like I'm not like I agree. I'm like this is what we should do with our elderly, or especially in this manner. But it's like mm -hmm. the 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 way it, that they again, the way that they explain it, where it's like we'd 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 rather preserve our elderly, let them give themselves up, and not go through the pains of getting older or whatnot. It's like I can yeah. I can see where they're coming from, and it's it's a it's a neat place to be when you're watching a horror movie like this and you're seeing something so graphic, but yet. I felt like a sense of calm as it was happening, which yeah. is crazy, <laughs> which I think is what makes this movie very affecting in that way. And I, I feel like, you know, watching the, and, and these people are not forced. This is, this is their choice. This is what they've agreed to. This is their culture. This is how they view the world. I, I, you know, there's a great line early on where, he said, you know, they, they live they live with their parents until they're, what, like 36? Or it was something ridiculous. You're like, wait a second. You, you, that's when you're considered a teenager. -ish. It's it's a, it's such an odd culture. But they de Ari deals with this respectfully. He mm -hmm. never treats it as like, you know, it's not like a family of cannibals. And no offense, of course, because Texas Chainsaw Massacre is one of the greatest films ever made, in my opinion, mm -hmm. but the original. But you don't, these people aren't treated like psychopaths they're not treated like nut jobs they're treated like people who have different beliefs and they feel strongly about these beliefs yeah it's more witness than texas chainsaw in that manner like, yes it's like you're absolutely. watching an, something borderline amish very much different obviously i am aware of this i'm not very making fun of the um, but, yes. but i but as far as what you're saying yeah the movie i mean it has fun as far as Look at the awkward interactions between these people that act this way versus these people that act that way. But it's never poking fun at it or the even concept no, of it. Like it's, it's not, it's mm -hmm. not condescending. It's not cruel. Exactly. It's not, it, yeah. It's yeah. It's very honest. It it is. Yet it still allows for comedy to take place because of that. So when you have yes. Will Poulter inadvertently peeing on a on a sacred tree, <laughs> and then all the el all the elders are like fighting and like and disgusted and and giving him awkward stares from a distance. 
it's funny. Like it's really <laughs> funny. like it's to see like the, the way the camera you is like in the the editing is where you like you look at Will Poulter and he's like looking like weird on his face. And then you cut to the guy staring daggers at him. It's like I get this. It's like there's funny stuff that works throughout this movie. Oh my god, yeah, I I, I love Will Poulter in this movie. I I, I think he's so. It could have easily he could have been hateable. He could have been easily that character that you just like you want to you know the 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 dumb character in Friday the Thirteenth. They're like, mm-hmm. please off this guy like right away. But there's something he adds. Every one of these guys adds some kind of level of soul and heart to this movie. It's and like, it's, it's like I think it's like you said. It's because there's no cruelty in here. There's no, con- no there's no condescension. Like there's obviously there's an ignorance in what's taking place for some of them. For uh, sure, yes. But but it's not but it's never as a means of I'm better than this and so therefore I should make fun of it. It's all becoming off of just how, you know, dude bros like this would act in this society. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Uh, at the same time, I think William Jackson Harper he I think he's good in this, and he was a bit of a mystery to me as far as how wrapped up he became in this society. Because, I, like, they established that this is what his thesis is on. He's going to write about midsummer communal celebrations in various, like, European countries, and this is, like, his first stop. And he gets so into it, like, he, he just, he, like, the the whole big senior suicide thing, he talks, he, he doesn't directly say what it is to them, but he's like, you're gonna do one of these? And he's, like, really excited about it. Like, there's stuff like that and then he gets to see like their sacred book that like has all their you know i assume their rules and you know prayers and what have you in there and he gets obsessed with like wanting to find out more about it there's a lot of that going on yeah which ultimately leads to his downfall but it's like (laughs) this this it's another layer of we have this guy over here on this end of the spectrum as far as just like wanting to have a good time and get high and you have this guy who's like intensely wanting to like study up on all of this stuff and so you just get these like you get these neatly drawn out characters in a in a movie where most likely most of these people are going to die and it works <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it's funny too i'm as i as i mentioned i'm i have hereditary on and i'm seeing these he, ari is a master at creating a very this this mood mm-hmm. that is so genuine it's so genuine and 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 this Gosh, I, I, you mentioned like the uh, earlier you mentioned, I know we're I'm going back and forth a little bit, but Sorry. you mentioned the whole thing with the, uh, you know, Jack's character kind of uh, Christian taking on. Oh, I'm going to write a thesis now. I mean, you could play a crap load on that. You could, you know, especially with how intent, you know, it was rude. It was rude. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, suddenly I'm going to take your basically do what you're doing here. I'm going to steal your your thing. And, and that whole kind of. The way it's dealt with is so honest and fascinating and, and so gosh darn human, you know, especially when they, they they agree to it. But as long as they work together and you're just kind of like, wow, this is a this is it's it's just too realistic. You just these characters are so well drawn and, and, and to be in this world, it's it makes it all the more messed up when the the the, the shit does hit the fan. And the mm-hmm. shit hits the fan. It certainly does. And before we get more there, and we get we won't go fully into detail on that, but like yeah, the the other thing you tend to kind of encounter with these kinds of movies is well, why aren't they leaving? Like, what's what's keeping them there? Sure. And and I mean beyond the fact that it, you know the you the movie just ends if you take them out of there and you can't really do that. Like they're yeah, they do find. I think think there's 
the the way it's they a were, real the, mm-hmm. the, the, there's a realistic way that because the, the, there are two characters that do do that they do try that the, the mm-hmm. characters you meant the london guy the mm-hmm. london girl and the guy mm-hmm. uh they do they they do take that route and but these people know they're they know what they're doing they, they know what they're doing they know what they're doing by bringing these people here so it's not like it, it, yeah, you never feel. I at least I didn't feel like. Yeah, they would have gotten been out of here by now. Like based on what we're seeing, I don't think ever beyond the. I mean, because the the big cliff thing is like the moment that really scars some people mm-hmm. and not others. But it's like, well, if, if that's not if that's not a deal breaker, I get. There's nothing else here that's going on that's presenting itself as a threat to these people. Not at all. Not at all. And and the way they explain it, you know, Willem. Uh, what's his character saying? Pele, Pele. Mm-hmm. Uh, he comes, you know. He's like, "Look, I'm sorry. This is this is our culture. It's it's the we would rather remember them, you know, as healthy and 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 not diseased and not you know falling apart and wasting away. I mean, it's a weirdly beautiful thought. I mean, it, obviously, like you said, it's not something I I would ever subscribe to. It's not something I'm like." Oh yeah, let's all jump off a cliff at seventy-two years of age. But it's a fascinating idea, one that is so fascinating and honest that it's easy to go. Well, there, I can understand why they wouldn't leave because of that. You For know, sure. it, it, it's and not I, they're not mm-hmm. seventy-two, so they don't have to worry about that. You know? I mean, yeah, no, nothing else that's going on there is outwardly showing that this, you know, these people have other things in mind as far as sacrifice and whatever other excursions they want to get onto for for, <laughs> for for handling the the things that there's they you know tend to do in these festivals um that said i point out the other actors but yeah wilhelm blomgren he's very good too as pele so uh, he, good like he has so to good. play he has to be two people essentially since he for one he's clearly in you know he has some kind of ad, either love or admiration for danny like he's very much on top of oh yeah. wanting to get with her whether it's because it suits whatever the the commune's desires are or his own needs but like mm. he he's playing up this like i'm a friendly guy i'm your friend i'm a track i you know i have an attraction to you but i'm also gonna like stay back and deal with this christian situation like there's that thing going then there's the other side where he you know needs to present himself as like a good guide a good understand like the person that's going to lead you through this and make you think that things are fine here and it's it's yeah. really good it's strong work like it like i don't know this act i'm not sure if he's acted before in other in swedish films or what have you but like what he brings here yes is i believe he has i, I believe i i was i i uh, another another he he's one of the nice literally the nicest cast in the world by the way this is what a, a really fun junket because they were all kind of just chill but yeah he's actually no he's actually only done oh my gosh he's only done a tv miniseries there you go he's done like oh he did a show called uh gosta i'm certainly pronouncing that wrong but uh yeah no it's it, it's a it's a really wonderful performance he's a really charismatic actor mm-hmm and you, you, you do. He he pulls off the two, the two versions of himself rather well, <laughs> which is again necessary for this, like what these, what this commune is trying to do. Like it, as far as kind of inviting new people in, showing them what's going on, and then using them for whatever nefarious purposes they also happen to have. Exactly, mind. exactly. Well, I, it's and it, but again, it's like it's so fascinating to me that they never. Ari never really villainizes people. Mm-hmm. I don't think, even in Hereditary, I don't really think he 
it's it's a straight he has a very strange way of telling these stories without going full you know mustache twirling bad guy well yeah because the intentions aren't (laughs) i mean we get enough perspective of what the quote-unquote evil factors are to see from basically their perspective so we don't have to kind of concern ourselves with the the the, you know the the non-greater good that they're after like hereditary is obviously dealing with like a demon that's trying to like come to rise to power or something like that but Mm -hmm. it's not really about that it's about the family drama taking place and they essentially become infected by it and we see where that goes from there this movie Mm -hmm. this movie is just serving whatever like sacrificial purposes they have which again isn't like Mm -hmm. I mean, on the outside, yes, obviously, these are bad things. <laughs> we're taking, yeah, for sure. Innocent, we're taking sure. innocent people and doing horrible things to them. Um, yeah. But from the perspective the film seems to have, you're, you're watching this and seeing, like, well, it's a means to an end. Like, that's just, you know, that's, mm-hmm. the, that's the, the practice that they have to go through in order to accomplish their goal. One of the, and one of the, one of the I, I think one image we should discuss a little bit, because a lot of, I've had a few people ask me about this, is the one character that they use in the in the trailer really quickly that looks like he's got something going on the uh, the deformed guy a little mongoloid action going a little there. mongoloid yeah. action and and even his reason for being there is kind of brilliant it's kind of brilliant and it, again it it's never it's not what I appreciated about that is that they don't. Uh, they don't treat it like as something something shocking or something. It, it, it's a very natural part of this world that they've created that Ari has created, and uh, his reason for being there isn't may not exactly be what audiences are expecting. And I I like the fact that he does that. He doesn't really play by the rules a little bit. He kind of I don't know. It's it's a it's an interesting character. He's not in that much. But there's a reason he's there, and it's good. It's a good yeah, he's, reason. He's more symbolic than anything. And yeah, something I something that also kept making something that I found pretty funny. There's a lot of drawings in this movie. The movie even opens with those the drawings, and they yeah. essentially sketch out where everything's going. Like if you pay attention to what there's on there, it's just telling you what the what their practices are and where this is all going to lead to, which is it's oh, funny in sure, itself. Yeah. But what I like is because they're presumably drawn by this deformed member of their glu- of their group. Um, they're they're terrible drawings. <laughs> like, like, like it's like a lot of like you know like uh, not that grade school kids are bad at you know drawing, but the like given that this this member of their group is presumably in his like thirties or forties, like the the drawings we see are so like childish and like bad looking, and yet they're like made to be like the murals that we see around the like the camp and everything. It's that kept making me laugh. Hey, well the thing about it is it's like look, you you know, I I, I I'm not gonna go into this too much, but I, I clearly have uh, a connection with someone with special needs. Mm-hmm. Um it it's funny to see that and, and, and to to understand how much depth there is to it and mm-hmm. it's it's uh that that crude there and I, I that's why i think i really connected with that is just that yes it's kind of funny because there but but it kind of weirdly makes sense oh yeah it makes sense you know? for sure i don't disagree there like i mm-hmm. and like i you know i think i think of that and i can connect it to like you know cave drawings or hieroglyphics or what have you where yes there's comparatively there's a crudeness to it but it doesn't mean it's bad i just there's something about the you see the like they the the members of the of the community they all stay in like one big house that's like multi-tiered and whatnot 
and it's and like the roofs have all these paintings on them, correct? Am I, am mm-hmm. I remember that right? Yeah, and, I think so. Yeah, you know, it, it's not like it needs to be the Sistine Chapel, but at the same time, it's like this giant house that's very elaborately built and looks, you know, looks great. It looks well made and everything. And then you have these like crappy drawings on the inside of it that inform you of like how their traditions work. And it's mm-hmm. like there's something about that juxtaposition that I just find inherently humorous. So you know what's funny? I as again, I have hereditary on just as a as kind of a I don't know to have it on. And uh it's a scene where the uh the brother's taking the, the girl to the party. Mm-hmm. And I you know Keep in mind, this, there's no, the volume's off. I'm listening to this conversation. I'm fully invested. They just pulled, and I'm sure many of your your listeners are like, yeah, of course, that's cool. But they're, they're driving along, and you just see this kind of somberness in the scene. And then the camera kind of moves as the car moves along, and there's a big pull. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you're watching that for the first time, you're like, okay. It's it, 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 this guy, I, I, I swear to God, I think Ari is becoming one of my favorite horror filmmakers. Well, I really because he like he doesn't. It's not about subverting expectations. It's more like, well, you you know what kind of movie this is, so let's let just watch my take on it. Watch this journey, and I think that's yeah. it's very effective. Yeah, I, I agree, and I think I I hope that it's not true that he is going to stop making horror movies. I I hope that never happens. I I don't I would be thrilled if he just did other types of movies and you know went back to horror every so often like you know look at james wan who hopefully will go back to making another horror film you know Mm -hmm. i I feel like ari has i would love to see what he would do with the drama i'd love to see what he'd do with the comedy i think he he has he because he has all those elements in each of his movies i I agree and to his credit like he doesn't really call hereditary a horror movie he calls it a family drama like yeah. this is the movie he calls a horror movie, which yes. has more has less quote unquote horror in it than Hereditary does. <laughs> so, yeah, I agree. I, so, I, I like even if he presumably doesn't make another quote unquote horror movie, I won't be surprised if the following movie that he makes has a lot in common with Hereditary <laughs> as far as what we would interpret as horror, while he wouldn't think of it as such. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a gosh, it's it's. It's amazing his connection to the the characters he makes, and you know I, I had asked him about bringing kind of dealing with his own tragedy and emotional uh, reasonings for why he putting that how 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 it connected to him how you know th- th- this film specifically Midsummer, and it's funny because he was very like oh, I, I you know it's a without getting into detail it's, I've, I've faced a lot of tragedy and it's it's it must be weirdly like gosh i i guess you you know that's how that's the way you deal with tragedy and it's a fascinating way to do it and i think that's why his you know for me personally with you know going through the changes that we're going through right now uh watching these movies that it's just look and i'm not i'm not saying everyone's going to have that emotional connection to it you and i clearly did Mm-hmm. But not some some people are going to watch Midsummer, and uh, you know I, I'm not gonna lie. Some people are gonna hate it. Some I, I read one of my friends on Facebook. I, I'm not sure who he saw it, and he was just it's the worst movie. Blah blah blah. It's terrible. That's fine. And that see I it, which brings me back to that whole point. I would rather I like movies that take chances, and I may not always like the movies, but I I respect a movie that takes a chance. Yeah, There's... I mean that's that's important in any kind of if you're appreciating art. I mean it it's important to see an artist try to do something that reflects what they're going through in some way and 
make that mean something in their in their product whether it's a film or a painting or what have you and in this movie i like if it gets like 100 percent rotten tomatoes great everyone liked it at the same time if it you know if it's more split like this movie kind of is i think it's like 80 percent. not that this is entirely thing 82 that matters. actually at this mm-hmm. point so yeah i mean but, mostly but, but not that it, not that it entirely matters but at the same yeah. time it's like that shows me that there is there's controversy amongst the people watching this movie as far as some people are going along with what the ride is and others are more mixed on or network against like what it's putting out there and that's that makes a movie interesting to me as far as what you're trying to th- interpret from it because it's not something that everyone just can agreeably say yeah it's fine or yeah, yeah. it's good they're more it's more like well i really appreciated this where others are like well this really just like that's a movie that that you're probably going to end up thinking about more by that yeah logic. yeah it, well, even if you don't like it and i think look i i i respect the p- fact that people aren't going to like this movie and that i would i would be very interested to have a discussion with someone who hates this film and and be like what okay what you know but and i would absolutely respect that because it, it look cinema good cinema doesn't always work there are movies that they're very generic and very basic they're very like hey yeah this is a little entertaining film don't expect much and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that you know there i i've liked plenty of movies that are literally just popcorn you know like most a lot of blockbusters a lot it's funny we just talked about i know you like the film and i liked it too annabelle comes home last week where Mm -hmm. i think that that falls into that category kind of heavily as far as it's fun like it's a fun it's like like horror ride movie at the same time it does i think do a good job of giving you characters you care about and for reasons that can also be like emotionally affecting yes. uh, but i mean it's not like it's the hardest work to, it's a night it's you know it's almost it's just over an hour and 40 minutes like it's not mm-hmm. it's not a hard-hitting drama it's a fun but... little horror film that w- that does its job incredibly well as far as and, what kind of expectations you have set up for yourself. Absolutely. And you know kind of going in, when you, it's, it's an Annabelle movie or a Conjuring universe, mm-hmm. you know kind of what the beats are and you know where it's going. And, and that's, look, I love the Conjuring universe. Aside from the first Annabelle and uh, the, the Nun was mm-hmm. pretty disappointing. But even that I, I found some joy in. But the Conjuring movies are wonderful. And the last two Annabelle movies have been really good. So I like that. I, I'm... I'm all in for that and i think that's fun i love the friday the 13th movies that and that there is nothing deep about yeah, friday the 13th as part gets, six yeah as shallow as it gets but it's fun but with that said it's like it is nice that there are filmmakers like ari that are taking the horror and they're elevating it i, I and I, I hate that term elevation elevated horror because you know what horror is great i love horror i don't care if it's cheesy horror i don't care if it's uh, uh you know like a, a sorority babes and the slime ball bolorama i don't care that's fun i enjoy you know i'll enjoy some of them i'll i won't like some of them i you know it is what it is i really didn't like child's play at all the remake and i know a lot the reviews were surprisingly strong for that one yeah. i wasn't a fan mm-hmm. but with that said it's when you get a movie like Midsummer, it's just, I think it, I, I do think it's good for the genre. I do think it's good for, to, to take it, take these personal stories and give them more than just a, oh yeah, well we need the, the total bitch character and we need the jock character and we need this character. I love that. I love the fact that these are 
Although Annabelle comes home, actually, like you said, I think the the characters were it traffics actually, in characters that are fitting a certain kind of stock. But I mean, it give it invests things. Regardless, yeah. I mean, I see what you're saying with this movie, and and that's why I like I'm happy to engage, you know, certain people that have like re, you know real things to say about it as far as what they're not appreciating how the in how the movie functions. Where <laughs> if the if the simple if the simple criticism is well it wasn't scary or I was bored, it's like well talk about that like explore that more like give me some kind of thing to i can understand where you're coming from because if it's just like eh, you know, i didn't want to watch it like well <laughs> what do you want to see you saw hereditary you see that it's an a24 horror film like what are you expecting it from it at this point and that and i i continually wonder what that what that is when it comes to kind of expectations for certain kinds of films versus what they ultimate what people ultimately get where you get a movie like this or hereditary or the witch or it comes at night, which I was a huge fan of, and it's like, well, you either know this director. If you're, if you're seeing an A24 horror film, presumably you're a person that enjoys cinema, is a film buff, or what have you, and has mm-hmm. at least heard of either the filmmaker before or understands the style of movie you're walking into. Yeah. To simply say, well, it's not scary, or I'm bored. It's like, well, what, what, <laughs> like, what kind of movie were you thinking you were going to get at this point? Yeah, that's <laughs> you, you, you have to do, you know. And look, I'm not. It's not even I, about I, doing I, homework. I, it's just more of. If you're this kind of person that's seeking out this movie, it seems like you've probably done something in the past to want you to go to see this kind of movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you, you, you have to be. Uh, yeah, I, I, the idea of just walking into a movie like this thinking I'm going to grab a popcorn or soda and going to have a good time is probably it's probably not the movie you're you're gonna th- you think it should be. Mm. You know, it's not it's not going to be the. I want a couple good scares. I want to, mm-hmm. you know, cool suspense. I want to feel spooked out. This is more of a movie that just gets under your skin. And, and it's honestly like my buddy went to see it as a date. He loved the movie, but I'm like, wow, you picked this one as a date. I didn't want to tell him why, but I'm like, damn, dude. I, I mean, it, I, I it, it, it can, it, depending on like the type of couple, it can work. Like I know a friend of the show, Scott Mendelson, he and his wife went and saw the movie. Um, and his wife is, she's a big horror fan. And, mm. but the movie, like it is a, it, you know, it's a breakup movie. Like that's kind of yeah, what the kind of absolutely. movie it is that happens to be dealing with some horrific stuff. And they both enjoyed it. Like if you have a macabre sense of humor, like, yeah, I could see this working in that degree. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I think we both agree. I think we both like this movie a little bit. I mean, there, there's a lot that to work with it. Like, it's because it's one that, in addition to, you know, the horror aspects that come out of it, as far as, like, what kind of gore you're going to see, what kind of, like, lingering, scary effects you're going to think about afterwards, or what have you. Uh, and even, like, early on, there's, there's no, like, there's no scare in this movie except for maybe there's like one shot towards like when she first gets to Sweden and like she's she walks into a bathroom and she sees like the the image of her sister behind her all of a sudden it's like that was like one oh, like oh yeah. now and that was a cool moment I like that a lot but like that's it like it is like everything else is like it's presented to you pretty matter of fact it's like what happened to this person well eventually yeah. you, you see it where never, their body is it never, yeah it never tried to be something like a like a oh let's let's have a quick jump scare here let's it, it never. It, the, the scares aren't cheap because they're they're well uttered. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a oh like let's go for the scares. It's a sense of this is a experience. This is an experience to go through that you go through with these people, and that that's why it works so goddamn well. It, yeah, it just 
it does a it does a good job of what it's setting out to do, and obviously that's not going to like appeal to every single person. And I mean, you know, no. it is and it I, is I, what I, it is. Yeah, like I, I, get I get that. that. If you're if you're a fan, like if you're a horror fan, but you're the kind of guy that like or girl that is, oh, I want to see, you know, if, if, if you know something like Child's. Play, if you want to see Annabelle or, comes or, home, or Annabelle, honestly. <laughs> yeah, and and that's yeah, and, and that, there's plenty of options, and I don't I don't you know. You, I, I hate the idea of, well, if you don't like this movie, you're not intelligent. That's not true. That's just, if it doesn't appeal to you, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But for those of us that, you know, like these kinds of movies and like the A24 brand and, and like what they they present, it, 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 it's a no-brainer. It's such a beautiful, beautiful film that transcends just being about shocks and scares. Yeah, the the cinematography is truly breathtaking in this movie too. I need to emphasize that again because it's such a so like, good. If if I was given like a seventy millimeter presentation of Midsummer, I'd be happy to go see it because it looks oh the, right just the, the 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 way Aster uses visuals and location and it's it's set in Sweden, mostly shot in hung, 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 um, Hungary, and it's like <laughs> it looks terrific. Like it's such you get these great like just shots of like the this giant group of people either like doing the circle dance or sitting around these this elaborately structured table or any number of things and it just looks great and he has such a great lingering camera uh in in on display here where he just lets yeah. shots like track characters along a path or what have like there's just so much there and uh yeah no it's just from a technical um, standpoint especially like I don't think anyone anyone that doesn't like this movie can't like fault the technical qualities of the film no, no. I, I look. I, I some of it, some of it's very goofy. I I keep thinking of the scene where, and they use this still a lot. If you you know if you look up her her and Harry, if you look up Midsummer online, you see that scene where uh, Florence is just like looking in pain, and there's all these people around her. Mm -hmm. That is the most bizarre and and strangely effective scene because you know to. It's not what you think it is. Yeah. It's not if you're just watching that, you think it's maybe oh something horrible is happening. It's, I mean, something is, but not in the way you think. And, and the it's, reaction, it's about community. Like it's about yes. kind of take everyone kind of taking the same thing within them and helping. Like yes. it's, a, it's a team like building they, exercise. Emotional, <laughs> emotional support. And it, uh -huh. it's, it's, it's so weird because it's, it's so lovely to be conflicted by a movie like this where you're kind of like, well, are they really bad? Like, are they really terrible people? Or are they, or is it, or 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 is that our own moral fiber kind of? I mean, look, I yes, I I do think, in the end, yes, they're pretty pretty terrible people. But at the same time, I'm like, if if a if a filmmaker can make you question that, like, could you imagine? And not to not to beat up on Hostel or anything like that, but could you, you know? And they tried this with Hostel too to give the 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 the, the guys who do what they do. Uh, you know, to who torture these people kind mm -hmm. of a face and a sense of humanity. But could you imagine if they had taken this approach to that, how interesting it would have been? Yeah, I mean, that's the difference between Aster and Eli Roth, where Eli Roth is, you know, he's hitting you on the head with a sledgehammer with mm -hmm. various thoughts and giving you kind of an the the other side of a conversation and saying if you don't agree with this well that's the point look at this you can judge it on you know on its face with Aster yeah. you know he's he's playing a, he's playing a different kind of mental game with you he um, really is one it's... that I kind and there's of room for both there's <laughs> yeah there's room for both I, yeah, I, I do I definitely I, prefer art 
because there's no there's yeah. no there's no sadism in this movie where it's very much evident yeah. in all of the rather Ross movies. So. Yeah, pretty. He's he's big on that, and it, you know, it, look, there's a brand for it. He's good at it. He's he he mm-hmm. he has he likes to go. He beat it over the head, you know. But they, there's a, there's an artful nature to Ari, and it's I I I think that it's his sensitive soul. I mean, this guy is a weirdly enough like even though it's grotesque and and messed up and and you feel kind of i don't know like emotionally beat up after watching his movies i think at least i do mm-hmm. you there's a sense of especially with midsummer that that last scene is just you're like oh maybe it's not so bad <laughs> it's weird it's it, it's i i cannot get this movie out of my head and and those moments that you mentioned, the, the the camera movement where it, it flips over and you just know things are going south. This is a really brilliant film. And I, I don't like to use the word masterpiece a lot, but I, I really do. For me, this film is something special that I, I don't think I'll ever forget. It's a movie that I, I, I probably will watch repeatedly. It's a movie I'll probably think about repeatedly and i'll tell people about and it's a movie that i i I hope that people give it a chance and i hope that people go see it and i was i was certainly a big fan it is one where the the lingering effects of it have you know kind of stuck out as far as what it's trying to accomplish and just Mm -hmm. how again how visually well made it is where there's so much like to get like a horror movie that's tackling this sort of subject matter in the way it does through these characters and giving you such a technicolor world to go with it. Like that's neat yeah. to me. That is interesting to me. And I know like another influence was Powell and Pressburger, black narcissist in particular for master on this film. And it's like, I can see that. I can see mm-hmm. where he will, he wants to kind of show you the extremes of hu- the human condition, but also putting it with greens and whites and reds and blue. Like you're just seeing all that on display. It and it's so just, pretty. It, it just it's looks so great. Pretty. Yeah. It's, it's a, this is a really good film. That's. I think that's basically what we're saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I like. I know there's even more we can delve into, but I want to kind of wrap it up here because we've been talking about this movie for so long for all the time. We can talk. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's funny because I think this is the first time that I've done this with you where we've literally just talked about one movie, mm-hmm. no games, no anything, and yet there's still so much more to talk about. Well, with all that said. Uh, I think that's gonna wrap it up for for this kind of <laughs> this discussion of midsummer. I uh, I look forward to kind of hearing whatever listeners we have uh, what they have to say about it. Uh, but you feel mm-hmm. free to you know, let us know. You can email us at outnotpodcast at gmail dot com. You can hit us on Twitter or Facebook Facebook dot yeah. Facebook dot com slash podcast Twitter dot com slash underscore podcast. Uh, but Jimmy, where can people find more of your work online? Of course, JoeBlow dot com, Arrowinthehead dot com. I, you know, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook, uh, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Periscope. Do people use Periscope anymore? I'm Snapchat. I'm, I'm everywhere. Jimmy to the O usually somewhere, that, somewhere there you can find me. All right. Yeah, I am on Twitter at Aaron's PS4. All my stuff can be found at thecodazeek.com as well as at We Live Entertainment. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Audible, Spotify, Stitcher, all that. Uh, Jimmy, thanks for uh, joining me to discuss uh, Midsummer. No, oh, thanks for inviting me. It was fun. For sure. Let's and, go see it uh, again. Yeah, there you go. And uh, yeah, that's going to do it. So until next time, so long and goodbye.